Welcome to GovIT, a monthly podcast series from DLT where we discuss the next generation of public sector IT solutions with the technology innovators driving the change. I'm your host, Tom Temin. Each month we explore a different technology, what it is and how it can help public sector organizations achieve their modernization goals and accomplish their missions. This week, we welcome back Cohesity Chief Technology Officer of Federal, Steve Graywall, to discuss how data governance is evolving and impacting the public sector. Joining Steve is Marianne Bailey, former Deputy National Manager for National Security Systems and former Cybersecurity Executive for the National Security Agency. Now she's leader of Guidehouse's Advanced Solutions Cybersecurity Practice. As a strategic advisor to Cohesity, Marianne brings over 35 years of experience across the Department of Defense, Intelligence Community, and Civil Government sector. Marianne and Steve, good to have you with us. It's great to be here with you. I'm looking forward to our conversation today. Thank you for having me. Looking forward to it. Marianne, we'll start with you. You've got 35 years in the federal government. You were an executive at the NSA. You worked in the office of the CIO and the Chief Information Security Office at the DOD. Give us a sense of your experience and the common technology challenges you've seen across DOD, the intelligence community, and even the civilian agencies. Right. Thanks. Yeah, no, um, I was in some big organizations and I had an opportunity to really experience a lot of the technical challenges that we struggle with day to day. If I were to kind of highlight some of them for you, I would talk about tech debt, technical debt. is one of the biggest challenges we face when you have organizations that are that large and they implement so much technology and the technology can span many, many years. So we know how technology refreshes very quickly. It's not uncommon in the Department of Defense or the intelligence community to have systems that are 10 years old or, or even older, right? If we talk about satellites, they're much, much older. So when you're trying to do like technology refresh, you can't refresh everything immediately and you have to do it in stages. And that just brings in a lot of complexity. So the tech debt is one of the big challenges. Another big challenge that we dealt with every day was interoperability. And whether I was talking to young companies in Silicon Valley or I was talking to companies that were more, um, you know, more mature, the technology companies seem to kind of struggle with this interoperability challenge in government. And they would bring technology that was developed very specifically to solve a certain challenge, but it didn't interoperate with, with one another. And so they would try to leave that burden on the government, which was impossible for the government to handle. Another, another challenge that, that we had, so take that tech debt and take that interoperability challenge. You have all this technology. Some of it's very dated. Some of it's very new. doesn't interoperate together. And then you're trying to find humans, right, that can actually implement this. It's just if you, if you bring people in, if you train people, if you get them up to speed, you're never, ever going to have enough. And then the last challenge that I really want to hit is data. And we're going to talk about that a lot today. There's so much data out there today in your personal life. You know, in our personal lives, there's so much data out there. Everything is, everything is digital now. And in any agency, and specifically in the government, data is developed to meet a specific mission, a specific business mission. And so people don't think about this data that they have and being able to access all the data across all these mission systems and how powerful that data can be. So just really knowing their data, understanding their data. And then I'm a cyber person. So if you don't understand where your data is, there's no way you're going to protect your data. Yeah, it's pretty hard to separate um, yeah. data issues from cybersecurity issues, isn't it? That's true. And if you look at what sophisticated hackers are going after, right, they're going through all these other means, which gets highlighted. But the, in the end, they really want to get to the data. Right. And now you are a Cohesity advisor 
externally, but you have an advisory capacity with the company. How did you get to that role? And is the company able to address some of these problems you've just described? So I, I talked a little bit about the data and I want to really kind of highlight the data. There's a very popular saying in cybersecurity. It's everybody's heard it that's ever worked in cybersecurity. People don't talk about if your company is going to get breached. They talk about when your company is going to get breached. Right. And many people view data security as the last means of defense from a cyber perspective. So protecting that data is just incredibly important. There's certain technologies that I personally feel are the cornerstone of great cybersecurity. And I came, you know, I became an advisor to Cohesity because I felt like their solutions for data management cybersecurity are the kind of innovative technology that I feel that the federal government needs. And and it's for many reasons. It's because Cohesity you know, has very innovative solutions and they're making it as safe as it can be for the kind of technology that we're talking about. The other reason is that I talked about this tech debt that we have. And so the data exists in traditional data centers. It exists in on-prem cloud. It exists in commercial clouds. Cohesity understands the client. They're offering solutions that, that work in all those different environments. I just feel that it's a very important technology for us going forward. I will put a plug in that says that I don't believe that a lot of um, organizations really understand how valuable their data is yet. And so you're going to see so much focus on this in the future. Interesting. And let's go to Steve Graywall. You are at Cohesity. Uh, Tell us how you feel Cohesity deals with some of these problems, this data integration and the tie-in and getting coherence and understanding what's going on with your data. Sure, sure. So, you know, Cohesity very much is all about providing a common unified approach to data management. We are a data first mindset when it comes to overall data. As we're talking, I mean, data is the new oil. It's the most strategic asset to the various agencies and their corresponding mission. So everything from consolidation, from visibility, from space efficiency, as well as data resiliency. Marianne talked about this whole notion of it's not a matter of if, but it's a matter of when. Uh, government agencies will experience breaches. So we have to make sure from an incident handling, incident response perspective, not only do we have the appropriate SOPs and the appropriate human capital, but we also have resilient technologies that can get us to a known good state. So Cohesity very much plays in that uh, data management and cyber mission along each of those areas. Yeah, that whole idea of knowing what you have in the first place, having a good inventory and view across all of your holdings, because what you don't know, that's going to be your vulnerability, isn't it? Precisely, precisely. You can't protect what you don't know about. So, you know, fundamentally, you need that visibility and you have to understand uh, where your data assets live across the paradigm. And of course, in line with what Marianne said, it's not a matter of if, but when you get hit. And now we know that Ann Neuberger has been appointed to lead the Biden administration's response to the solar winds attack. Speaking of when, how do you see this incident impacting priorities with respect to cyber? You know, I think solar winds is a wake up call, to be honest with you. I'm, I've been in cyber for a long time, so I'm not surprised. It was a very sophisticated cyber actor and a very sophisticated attack, but it isn't something that should really surprise us. We know that, especially nation state adversaries, they are going to go after any means that they can and the best means that they can to get into organizations. So I think that we're going to see a lot of focus now on cybersecurity because it has become so public. Microsoft announced that, you know, there was another breach of some of their technology. So I think all of this is going to bring a lot of us to light. Anne, an exceptional person, I worked with her at NSA. You know, she's very, very strategic. She's, she's a strategic thinker. She's a great collaborator across government. 
she's going to propose things that we need to change very large in government, some very significant changes that we need to make in government so that we address this. All right. We'll have to wait and see what all that comes out as. And uh, Steve, when dealing with data, when inventorying data, when sharing data, when trying to combine data, the issue of governance comes up a lot. Whose data is it? Who is it to share? Who can have rights to it? So tell us about data governance from your standpoint, from Cohesity's standpoint. How is this all evolving? Yeah. So, you know, one of the root causes behind some of the data governance challenges we've had is this whole notion of data sprawl, right? I mean, we talk about these various environments and we talk about the cloud, we talk about the data center, we talk about the edge, but, you know, data continues to span across all of these environments without a centralized approach to governance. I think governments make good progress on the policy front, Uh, when we talk about governance, right, in terms of how things should operate. And we've appointed certain roles inside agencies to perform those functions. But I I think we need better alignment between the underlying technologies to govern the data, right? So concepts around automation, given the exponential scale of data, given how it's growing rapidly, right, we need the, the technical architecture and the technical frameworks to help govern. So I think we've made good progress as government, but I think we need continued alignment between the technology and the corresponding policies, and Cohesity provides that alignment with our data management platform. Sometimes I get the sense that governance is cited as a legal situation or something statutory that prevents agencies from sharing or combining, but is it really a cultural issue more often than it is an actual legal or statutory barrier? I would say, yeah, all the above. I think there's legal considerations. I think the culture is a big part of it, right? As we, you know, look at the way we operate, we look at the workflows, how uh, individual agencies and departments have been doing business for a very long time. So yes, I think there are technical barriers, as I mentioned earlier. However, I do think there are cultural barriers as well in relation to how agencies operate and how they have to pivot and shift uh, to the new world. Yeah, Marianne, let me ask you the same question, because sharing is crucial to everything that's going on in intelligence. I agree with you. I, th- I agree with everything that Steve said also. It is cultural. People work business businesses and missions kind of in silos. And so their, their first thought is not about you know where they put the data and how that data can be shared. One of the things that we talked about is data can be incredibly powerful. And we're seeing that with things like automation and AI, analytics, right? all these data analytics, all these great new tools that are coming out that bring all this great new powerful ways to use data. Obviously commercial entities are using it all the time on us as they collect data on us all the time to market and to market us. Well, the government's the same way. They can use that data for lots of really powerful things. An adversary, guess what? Exactly the same, right? They use all that data for very powerful things for the other perspective. But I think this is kind of a maturation as we grow, you see some organizations have chief data officers. They have them for reasons, right? They're establishing governance over their entire organization to ensure they know where the data is. In a lot of cases, it could be in the intelligence community or the DOD, there are there are legal compliance matters and they have to make sure that they're meeting them. They're establishing chief data architects to design and build a holistic strategy you know, for their architecture. That's very important. It's not gonna happen by accident. And then Steve talked a little bit about compliance. Uh, I think technology has to help us all here. The days of compliance where we do checklists are being overtaken by what automation enables us to do. So we have continuous compliance. The other thing that you mentioned about information sharing and collaboration internally, I definitely think that leaders and agencies have to collaborate externally to see what best practices are 
They shouldn't be learning this on their own, right? And reinventing the wheel all the time. They really need to benefit from one another. Steve, as Marianne implied, data is decentralized. The consumption is often decentralized. The management can even be decentralized given how federated agencies really are. So what is the impact to best practices in cybersecurity with this scattered kind of approach? Yeah. That you see so I, I think, uh, yeah, sure, Tom. I, I think historically, right, if we think about the last two decades or even longer, fundamentally, the way we looked at cybersecurity was based on network perimeters, right? Inside the network, outside the network, behind the firewall, outside the firewall. Given the, the innovation that's taken place and given the world we live in today with software as a service, various platforms we use for messaging collaboration, the public cloud. Uh, managed service providers, right? It's no longer viable to think about cybersecurity and data management in that traditional construct. So it's all about the data, number one, and it's all about the identity. So um, I like to talk to folks about that we really need to evolve and shift our thinking around cybersecurity to more of a data and a identity-centric perimeter and mindset versus the way we used to look at it traditionally. And Marianne, let me ask you this then, how should agency leaders go about this, this collaboration that's needed to address security, but they've also got the privacy and the compliance piece. It all fits into a single data strategy. What's the best approach? I think they need to establish chief data officers. They need to have chief data architects. They have to go into this very deliberately and they need to understand what best practices are out there, what other people are doing, and, and they need to look at what technology is available to help them. Marianne Bailey is the former Deputy National Manager for National Security Systems and Senior Cybersecurity Executive for the National Security Agency. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. And Steve Graywall is the Federal Chief Technology Officer for Cohesity. Thank you. Thank you very much, Tom. Enjoyed the conversation with you and Marianne. You've been listening to GovIT from DLT. We'll be back next month with more. I'm Tom Temin.